Hello, friends, and welcome to Everyday Truth with Kurt Skelly. We're here to show that the Bible is relevant to your life every single day. We're so glad you joined us here for the conversation as we go verse by verse through the book of Jeremiah. Our series, The Hard Truth, is looking at this Old Testament prophet's messages of sorrow, judgment, and hope. Now, let's join Kurt for today's episode. Hello, friends, and welcome back to our episode for today. Jeremiah chapter number 22, if you're following along, and verse number 10, wanted to show you the postcard of the day. Cool Springs Park, a store, looks like a country store, uh, in sells Indian moccasins and Penn Dutch candy and food. Looks like a cool place. Anyway, this is in Rollsburg, West Virginia. And this is from Gary and Kathy Snyder. Gary and Kathy, thanks for listening and for taking time to send in a postcard. Appreciate you and appreciate you listening. We're in uh, Jeremiah chapter 22 this, uh, this morning or whenever it is for you that you're listening. And we're in verse number 10. So if you'd find your place in Jeremiah chapter 22 and verse number 10, I, I think I said last episode that Jeremiah is preaching and God has sent him down to the house of the king. But the message now has expanded. And he's speaking not just for uh, to Zedekiah, but speaking about even some of the brothers of Zedekiah. Remember, Zedekiah was one of the, I think there were four sons of, of um, Josiah. Johanan was a son. Then Shalom, who was also called Jehoiaz. And then Jehoiakim and then Zedekiah. So here in verse number 10, the Lord says through Jeremiah, Weep ye not for the dead, neither bemoan him, but weep sore for him that goeth away, for he shall return no more, nor see his native country. For thus saith the Lord touching Shalom. So verses 10 and 11, and really 12 deal with one of the sons of Josiah. Now, it's not to him, it's about him. But the the message is about the son of Josiah, whose name was Shalom, or Jehoiaz. So the first son of Josiah died with Josiah in the battle of Megiddo. Back when Josiah unwisely went and intervened in a battle he had no business intervening in, and died at a place called Megiddo. We go there on our Israel trips. By the way, pray for Israel right now, obviously, going through this just unspeakable uh, tension right now, as you well know. But uh, here in verse number 10, the the Lord says, don't weep for the dead. So the dead here refers to Josiah. Uh, don't, don't, don't be so sad about his untimely death at age 39 in, the, uh, in Megiddo. Neither bemoan him, but weep sore. But here's something you ought to be crying about. Weep sore for him that goeth away. So Josiah died, but he died as a godly man. He died as a man who had served God with his life. And it was sad that he died young. And it's it's sad that he couldn't reign for many more years. It would have been good for Judah had he done that. But don't lament so much for a good man who dies prematurely as much as you should lament for a wicked man who misses his opportunity to serve because of his wickedness. And 
is actually punished by being taken into captivity. That's the point. Verse number 10, weep sore for him that goeth away, for he shall return no more. He's never coming home, nor see his native country. For thus saith the Lord touching Shalom, here's the person we're talking about, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, which reigned instead of Josiah, his father, which went forth out of this place, he shall not return thither anymore. So Shalom or Jehoiaz, which was his other name, he only reigned for three months. And then he was taken into captivity, not, not to Babylon, but to Egypt. They were kind of the controlling power at that point. Babylon would soon take over. But wow, don't weep for Josiah, weep for Jehoiaz. That's a much more profound tragedy. And, and therein is a great truth for us, for us all to consider. And that is, it's not people that have died, quote, unquote, in the prime of life or before they were ready, who lived a good life for God. That's not the saddest thing. No, the saddest thing in life are those that never did serve God, that had great potential, and they may even have lived a long life, but they never lived in the scope of God's will and discovering God's purpose for their life in any good and godly way. And that's the point here. Verse number 12, he shall die in the place whither they have led him captive and shall see this land no more. There's no tragedy as great and no sorrow as deep as that tragedy and that sorrow for a shipwrecked life a life that never did see the full measure of God's blessings, a life that, oh, the years may have been there. Maybe they lived a very long life, but it was an unproductive spiritual life. And that was the testimony of Jehoiaz, the oldest or the older son of Josiah, the, the, the oldest one that reigned for just those three months before his brother Jehoiakim came to reign. So when you think about the sons of, of Josiah, you think about Jehoiaz, three months, and then Jehoiakim, 11 years. And then Jehoiakim was the son of Jehoiakim, but he only reigned for a few months. And then Zedekiah, the last king who reigned for 11 years himself. Hope you're getting all this. Look at verse number 13. Woe unto him that buildeth his house by unrighteousness and his chambers by wrong, that useth his neighbor's service without wages and giveth him not for his work, that saith, I will build me a wide house and large chambers, I'm, uh, large chambers, and cutteth him out windows and it is sealed with cedar and painted with vermilion. In other words, Woe unto that person who builds a great big name for himself, a great big house for himself, big luxurious life for himself, but on the backs of taking advantage of other people. Now, who is that? Well, look at verse number 15. Shalt thou reign because thou closest thyself in cedar? In other words, do you think that being a king or being somebody special is just 
what you can build for yourself, just some big status symbol that you built, some big palace, some big throne? Do you think that that's the end-all be-all when it comes to being somebody special just because you built for yourself status? Look at verse number 15. Did not thy father eat and drink and do judgment and justice? And then it was well with him. So who is who is the, the subject here? Well, we're going to see it in verse 18. The subject of this second message or this second um, illustration is Jehoiakim. So in verses 10 through 12, we saw a message about Shalom or Jehoiaz, and he was taken captive. His life was a big fat zero. But then in the life of Jehoiakim, who did reign for 11 years, what, what, was, what was the nature of his ministry? One of covetousness, one of self-absorption, one of serving himself, uh, one that made himself strong on the backs of others and made himself rich on taking advantage of others, uh, not giving people their honest wages. And, and watch what it says here in verse number 15. Did not thy father eat and drink and do judgment and justice, and then it was well with him? Your dad didn't behave this way. Uh, Josiah, he wasn't out to make a name for himself or to big, big house, build a big house for himself or take advantage of people. And yet God took care of him. He ate and drank, and but his focus was upon people and helping people, and God blessed him. So in Josiah's case, he discovered the law, remember, as a boy, as an eight-year-old boy. And from the time he was eight until the time he was 16, you know, Josiah just began seeking the Lord with his life. The more it caused him to repent and to follow God and to do the word of God, which in essence means treating other people right and fairly and justly. The more I treat other people right and obey the word of God and follow the word of God, the more I know God. See how one feeds the other. The more you really know the word of God in your heart, the more you want to serve the people of God. And the more you serve and serve the people of God and follow the will of God, the more you know God. And that's what the Lord is showing Jehoiakim here, is you're trying to make a name for yourself. You're trying to bring yourself glory. You're trying to build your own house. You're taking advantage of people and you're missing out. You're neither knowing God in the way that you're practicing your your reign, uh, the way you're going about your reign, nor are you, uh, nor are you learning about God in your behavior. Seventeen, but thine eyes and thine heart are not but for thy covetousness. So think about it. Everything you see, you see through the, through the lens of what can I get out of this? How will this benefit me? How can I manipulate this relationship? How can I leverage this person? How can I make money on this deal? This is what you think about. This is what motivates you. Uh, this is what characterizes your intentions. Well, what a sad thing. And only God can level this kind of judgment. Why? Because God knows the heart. God knows what we're looking at. He knows our intention. And so this rebuke is... Totally just because it's given by God who knows it all. Look at verse number 18 again. Verse number, yes, 18, 17 again. But thine eyes and thine heart are not but for thy covetousness and for to shed innocent blood. You will, you know no depths to which you'll go to satisfy what you want. You'll, you'll, 
You'll take advantage of innocent people. You'll kill for oppression, for, a vi- for violence to do it. You're going to do whatever you have to do to get what you want for yourself. And you'll step on anybody. You'll climb over anybody to get what you want. What an indictment. Would you look at verse number 18? Therefore, thus saith the Lord concerning Jehoiakim. So all of what we said today, verses 13 through 18 so far, uh, I'm sorry, verses, yeah, well, really from verse 13, we've been talking since verse 10. We talked about Shalom for three verses, but now for the last few verses, this has all been about Jehoiakim. Therefore, thus saith the Lord concerning Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, they shall not lament for him, saying, ah, my brother, or ah, sister. They shall not lament for him, saying, ah, Lord, or ah, his glory. He shall be buried with the burial of a donkey, drawn and cast forth beyond the gates of Jerusalem. So that actually happened. Jehoiakim reigned until that second invasion. He he was king during the first invasion when Daniel and the other kings at seed were taken captive. But then he was reigning in 597 when Nebuchadnezzar came back, that they actually threw him out of the palace window like you would discard a dead animal. And that's the point here, is that Jehoiakim, all of your life you've wanted stuff for yourself and glory for yourself, but when you die, no one's going to brag about how great you were or give you glory or lament your departure. No, it'll be just like the death of a dumb animal, like a donkey. How sad for people that just live for themselves. We're going to stop there in verse number 19. And Lord willing, we'll jump into uh, verse number 20 and finish the chapter. Next episode, hope you'll uh, stay with us on that. Hope you have a great day today. God bless you, my friends. Thanks for taking time to listen. If you enjoy Everyday Truth, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast or share it with a friend. Until next time, God bless.